Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, yo. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world. And brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Thomas and Caballeros, bienvenido. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Almighty Sports Byline SB Nation Radio Network. Yes. The man was correct. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I'm the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio race, folks. Having defended that title off for better than, get this, 34 years. And straight up today, I'm bringing you Boxing Royalty, the Hall of Famer. The Godfather will be in the house. Larry Merchant, we expect him in a few minutes. Of course, Mr. HBO until he retired, but he's still Mr. Boxing. No doubt about that. Open phone lines with Larry if you like. You can talk to the Godfather. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's one 800 878 Of course, the guilt-free, no-commitment text line, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. And straight up, the Superman versus Lex Luthor bout last night on Showtime was a draw. Superman, you're going to say, little kryptonite in the hands of Badoo Jack. i got to give Badoo Jack a lot of credit. I thought he won the fight, but I thought it was real close, like one point, one way or the other. So a draw, a draw is good. But get this. There's been a draw in the Canelo Alvarez fight, right? The Gennady Golovkin fight. There was a, a draw a couple of weeks ago and there's with uh, Broner and Vargas. Now there's this draw last night. How often have we had three draws in major fights in six months? Go back in history, you won't see it. You just won't see it. So while it's a good thing that nobody got burned because these fights were even, no doubt about it, it's still rare that we have three draws in major fights. Once again, open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk live on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. That's a It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. 
If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Woo, it's going to be good. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to get into it, man, you know. Go ahead. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? Go ahead. One, two, three, four. Godfather of Soul, J.B. James Brown, born from the Godfather of Soul to the retired HBO Godfather himself, Larry Merchant in the house. A very good morning to you, sir. Good morning to you, Pancho. And say good morning to the Godmama for me during the commercial breaks. How's life treating you? Um, hey, I live in Santa Monica. Life uh, starts out being good every morning. Okay. Lex Luthor versus uh, Superman last night. It was a, a classic TV sort of example there of the classic good guy versus the bad guy. Badu Jack playing the good guy. And, of course, a 12-round draw. After 12 rounds, two judges had it even. One judge had Jack up slightly. You know, we haven't had three draws in major fights that I could think of you know, like in, within six or seven months in a long, long time. I can't think of it. I can't go back in history and, and, and remember three draws in major fights. But... They were they were deserved draws, Larry. I mean, you know, the fights are even. The fights are even. Um, I get that, and, and I think that's fair. And if you go back and look at the records of uh, old time fighters uh, who fought a hundred or hundreds of times, many draws um, in in their resumes. Um, if it's a draw, if it's a draw, if it's that close, and last night's fight seemed that close, then um, the champion is still the champion. Kid needs to throw a few more punches, though. I'm talking about Badu Jack. He's now 22 and one, I think, with with three three or four draws. But 
Um, he just he just needs to be a little bit busier. He's a younger guy. He should have exploited the fact that you know uh, Mr. Stevenson is like forty, going on fifty. He looked real old at times last night in the ring. But I'll give Stevenson credit because there was a couple of points in the latter stage of that fight where it looked like he was just going to fold up, and he didn't. Um, I couldn't have said it any better, Pedro. <laughs> Uh, if you can't beat a 40-year-old fighter, that's on you. <laughs> okay. Now, we're talking records now. Of course, Stevenson's still the WBC title holder. And, of course, um, Badu Jack now is in his fourth draw. Where does Sojir Kovilov fit in this? Are they going to do a rematch? Is there, gonna be a, is there enough to compel a rematch here? I mean, it looks like um, uh, Al Heyman's got both guys, and Badu Jack was saying that he thinks that the Judges sort of maybe a slight may have slided in because of his alliance with Floyd Mayweather and things like that. So you know, there's conspiracies in boxing all the time. That's the latest one. Um, well, Stevenson's been on on the top of the division for a long time. He's fighting in his home country. Um, he's going to get the benefit of any doubt. But uh, Jack gave a, a reasonable account of himself, but he's got nobody to blame but himself. Uh, and of course, a lot of uh, fighters, like a lot of people, are always looking to blame everyone else for their uh, issues. Um, you know, um, as as far as uh, Kovalev is concerned, he's I think regarded now as the best light heavyweight out there. He's in, he's a, a, a crowd pleasing fighter, unlike either fighter last night, and. Um, Stevenson has studiously avoided him over his career, which tells you more than you want to know. Uh, Kovalev has a fight coming up and uh, against uh, uh, Alvarez, an unbeaten guy from Colombia. Um, let's see what they got. Larry Stevenson called out Bernard Hopkins about a year ago. So, I mean, that's, that's, the, <laughs> that's the intestinal fortitude that he has. Yeah, well, yes. Well, um, before before Hopkins turned fifty, he wasn't going him out. No. All right, but I'm looking at the say the top fifteen light heavyweights, 175 pounds uh, in the world according to BoxRec.com, the computer, and the youngest guy is 27. Does that say something about the division or boxing per se? 27. The oldest guy is 40. Um. Well, the light heavyweight division has always been. Uh, the orphan division of, of prize fighting. You know, way back in the day, if there was a really good uh, light heavyweight, the place to make money was to challenge the heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. Um, and the middleweights were, the, were, were like seen as smaller heavyweights, um, the way they, they could box and punch. Uh, I, I always used to say, if you want somebody to hide out from the FBI, make them a light heavyweight. Nobody will ever find them or recognize them. Um, so that's just the way it is. Uh, today, fewer light heavyweights, of course, are challenged for heavyweight champions because the heavyweights are super heavyweights. Um, but Kovalev, I think, has injected some uh, blood and uh, action into the division. And let's see if he can get Stevenson into the ring and uh, or get by... Uh, um, Elider Alvarez is his name. Yep. He's undefeated yep. uh, and a boxer type uh, opponent. Uh, Twenty three and zero, of course, coming to us from Oxnard, California. Is it Oxnard? No, 
Where's he coming? Alvarez. Maybe it's Oxnard, Columbia. Now, this one's saying Montreal, Quebec, Canada now, according to his name. Maybe he's, maybe he's training up there. Anyway, um, I think the 175-pound weight class has always had a little bit of excitement to it. But, of course, back in the days when, when, when the big money was there, of course, people like Ezra Charles. Ezra Charles would have been a light heavyweight by today's standards, wouldn't he? Oh, look, Ezra Charles is uh, maybe the greatest of all light heavyweights. He became the heavyweight champion. He beat uh, the great Archie Moore two or three times mm-hmm. when they were in their primes, once as a middleweight, I believe. Uh, and Charles is a classic boxer puncher, uh, just a real, real good fighter. But um, And then in the modern era, my, you know, uh, Foster and the great puncher, and um, Michael Spinks, who did go on to beat an old heavyweight champion, Larry Holmes, yeah. twice. Um, but um, except in rare occasions, it hasn't been a, a, a showcase division. Archie Moore, of course, was just a great crowd-pleasing fighter and, and personality uh, way back in the day. But um, I'm glad you brought him up, Godfather, because when George Foreman was going to challenge Evander Holyfield in his comeback for the World Heavyweight Championship, I did a pay-per-view commercial with George Foreman and, and Archie Moore over in Richmond, California, a live fight card there. So it was a three-minute block up on the satellite. You know what that is, three minutes, three minutes. is no longer three than three minutes. So anyway, so George goes on and on and on and on and takes up the entire three minutes, right? So when George, you're laughing, but when George, George is like walks, saunters away, and Archie Moore says, where's my time? And I tell him, we're out of time, and he got in my face, I mean, like nose to nose. I mean, no, it was like, I was freaking out, almost the, like the time I had him up there at the International Boxing Hall of Fame, and I told him, you know, Bob Foster told me you couldn't hit him in the ass with a ping pong paddle. And then he took off his tie and his coat and all that kind of good stuff, and I had to, I had to bring that one down. Anyway, well, me and Archie. I have to, to date myself a little bit, Pancho. I saw as uh, just after I came out of the Army, I believe, at Yankee Stadium in New York, uh, Archie Moore, who was then well into his 30s, maybe 40s, um, challenged. Rocky Marciano and knocked Marciano down. And Marciano kept coming and coming and coming, as was his style, and stopped more in a late round. Uh, And that was uh, Marciano's last fight. Wow, no doubt about that. Marciano tasting the canvas. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Larry Merch is our guest host. The Hall of Famer is in the house. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. That's right. When the Godfather's here, we stick with the Godfather of Soul. JB, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. About your past. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? 
for a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from Resort Release, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get rid of their expensive timeshares. Once you've made that decision to get rid of your timeshare for any reason, Resort Release is offering a Better Business Bureau accredited way to legally get rid of your timeshare guaranteed. We guarantee to get rid of your timeshare payments permanently. Even if you've tried another company to get rid of your expensive timeshare, call now and see if we can help you. At Resort Release, you don't pay anything until you're ready. If you're ready to learn how to permanently get rid of your costly timeshare, make this complimentary free call right now. 800-598-0539-800-598-0539-800-598-0539. That's 800-598-0539. If you're one of the millions of Americans who can't work because of a serious injury or illness, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. It doesn't matter if you've applied before and the government has said no. Let the experienced attorneys at Bill Gordon & Associates help you get the Social Security disability you deserve. Their team of attorneys have been fighting for benefits for people just like you for over 20 years. And best of all, there's no fee until you receive your benefits. There are many conditions that make you eligible, including some you may not even be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call Bill Gordon and Associates today for your free no-obligation consultation. See if you qualify for the Social Security benefits you need and deserve. 800-443-4996 800-443-4996 That's 800-443-4996 I went to penitentiary, Gene Wilder, I did a movie, I went to, not me personally, I mean, I went to do a film in penitentiary, um, <laughs> and it was, I was up there six weeks, Arizona State Penitentiary, it was something, oh, you're applauding for that? <laughs> Arizona State Penitentiary, real popular, <laughs> oh man, it was strange, because it's like 80% black people. And what's strange about that is that there are no black people in Arizona. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. But he has a shock in store for him. He has two great chances, Slim and none, and Slim's out of town. Get past the people, get past the hitmen. Slim and none, those were the chances Jorge Linares had last week against Pound for Pound King. In the minds of many, I'm talking about the still Lomachenko. And yet, Lomachenko got decked in the sixth round, and what did Linares do? 
he didn't go for it. Godfather, can you explain that to me, Larry Merchant? Why Jorge Linares, a, a guy that's got a little whack in his punch, he's got 26 knockouts and 40 wins, didn't go for a knockout after dropping a guy uh, that was... Uh, Pedro, uh, uh, give the guy a break. It was, it was a sudden... A, it was a sudden knockdown. Uh, great counter-punch uh, right hand. Uh, that set Lomachenko down, but Lomach, A, Lomachenko wasn't hurt, and B, it happened very near the end of the round. Okay. So I'm not going to second-guess um, him. He, he he fought an outstanding fight against a, a more outstanding and younger opponent. Uh, but when you, when there's, but I must say, uh, you know, it's, it's all over the boxing world. Everybody wanting to see uh, Lomachenko uh, and Garcia now as the... Um, one of the big uh, events that's uh, showing up on our wish list. No doubt about that. You know, I'm looking through the the heavyweight wish list here, and outside of Joshua and Wilder, uh, and you mentioned the the uh, Tyson Fury. Of course, Tyson Fury now 25 and 0 says he's coming back now, and he's lost a bit of weight, so he's looking uh, better as far as uh, his conditioning is concerned. But outside of those two, those three guys. There's really nobody else in the heavyweight division. I mean, there's Dillian White, maybe, but Joseph Parker's toes. Dominic Brazil's not much. Well, you know, um, you might say uh, the same thing about um, all the other guys in the Joe Lewis era. There have been eras of boxing when just one guy on the top of a division could bring a tremendous glamour to the division Mm -hmm. and and tremendous uh, public appeal. Uh, and certainly Joe Lewis was in that category, and there have been others. Uh, but there have been other eras when there have been four or five good heavyweights, like in the, in the, in the 90s. Whatever is, is. And whoever comes out of that showdown fight, if, if and when it happens, if it's a convincing victory, the heavyweight division will have a, a superstar on top and that will be good for him and for boxing. So Tyson Fury has a comeback opponent. His name is uh, Sefin Savari. He's 23-1 with 21 wax. The one fight he's lost, a 10-round decision to Mr. Char, Emmanuel Char, who I think held a, a regional belt at one point in time. So he, f- he figures he'll be a good fighter, but Tyson Fury, of course, is going to be the favorite in any fight until he gets beat, correct? Um, I mean, well, <laughs> unless he runs up against Joshua, uh, Joshua or perhaps Wilder. Um, uh, the question I have in my mind is if Fury comes out and he looks to be in reasonable shape and he wins the fight convincingly, um, that's a, 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 a monster fight in Europe. Britain and Europe. And so I wonder whether uh, Joshua would fight Fury before he fights Wilder. It, it, it makes dollars and cents, and of course, and Wilder, of course, could, could probably make a bigger payday after those two guys did their thing. Um, I don't know. I think Wilder and, and, and uh, um, Joshua is ready now if the promoters want it, but it'll be ready in a year as well. Um, I just, you know, I just think that that A, I want to see the fight, and B, I know from uh, friends that I meet who are sports fans and who occasionally peek into boxing when there's a big event, and um, a friend, one of the, those friends, a, a television producer, 
said to me, what's going on with boxing? How come there are so many good fighters all of a sudden? Um, they get hear. excited when there are a few good fighters that, that show up, uh, like Joshua, like uh, uh, Lomachenko, and others we can name. And um, the game needs that. The game had a great one in the 76 Olympic gold medals. Talk about the kid from Palmer Park, Maryland, Sugar Ray Leonard, born Ray Charles Leonard, of course, celebrated a birthday last week. Godfather, I was going through his career, but he he was so so exciting. But that first fight with Duran, that brawl in Montreal, to me, of all the fights I've seen, I think that's the most captivating 15-round fight for me, back and forth as far as emotional ebb and flow. Um, Well, um. That's your opinion. I, I, um, I've seen a lot of great fights, so I, I'm, I'm not going to say one of any I was, one I'm, of a level, I'm, a, I'm a Duran guy. That's why. Yeah, I'm a Leonard okay, guy, too. Okay, but so. one of the things that emerged from that fight, that Leonard, who had been a star at the 76 Olympics and whose first professional fight was televised on a network, he was such a big personality and great young athlete, um, and he came out of a loss bigger than he went in because he fought Duran so well and, and, and fought him hard and tough at the end of the fight. Uh, Duran got the, the verdict and he was the winner, but it made Sugar Ray, it made Sugar Ray Leonard uh, a bigger star coming out than going in, even though he lost. I think it made him a man because, like, Mike Trainer and I were talking many years later. He's Mike Trainer's. He goes, yeah, he goes, once Ray got clocked in the second round with that left hook by Duran, he goes, I just sat back and lit up a cigarette and said to myself, well, I hope he doesn't get hurt and we'll try to put together a rematch because he knew right then and there the writing was on the wall that this was not the but fight. You know, the smart thing they did um, is that they, they, they had a re- from the from the Leonard point of view and Mike Trainer his lawyer hand um, uh, manager uh, was they came right back and fought the rematch five or six months later yeah. the famous Nomas fight yeah. but the point was that at that stage of his career Duran um, was noted for not uh, um, um, training seriously oftentimes. And certainly coming back in a fight like that after he had won, uh, he was going to do more celebrating than training. And it showed when he quit, when Leonard made him quit. He, he went to 200 pounds. He was 202 pounds and had to come down well, to 147. Okay. That's, case, case closed. That's pretty crazy. I mean, you know, I, 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 I went through all kinds of extremes getting off just like seven pounds, let alone – 47 pounds or 53 pounds or whatever that was That's crazy. Well, there are a lot of fighters who's walking around weight between fights. It can be anywhere from 10 to 30 pounds bigger. Mm. Uh, Bradley, for example, when he was fighting a welterweight, uh, he walked around weighing in the mid 170s, even 180. Um, and, and, and they tried to fight at their lowest effective weight and for Bradley like for many others it's down the scale and sometimes uh, those guys uh, do more fighting in, 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 in when the well they're trending against the scale than against their future opponent and sometimes the scale wins 
<laughs> We've seen a lot of that lately. Okay, before I let you go, Godfather, any um, any, what are your feelings this week on the situations going on here in the um, in the White House? What's going on back there in your in your mind? What's going on? Um, well, we have a dangerous vacuum in the White House. Let me put it that way. You know, right. uh, I, 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 you know, um, there's been a, a a lot of talk and no action, um, and a lot of loss of American uh, prestige internationally. Um, and we'll see how it all all plays out in the midterm elections and 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 in the negotiations over uh, with Iran and North Korea and and on and on and on and uh, whether or not the opposition uh, gets out and votes. Well, yeah, it's crazy to think that a guy in 2018 that was involved in the Nixon administration, Roger Stone, who's got a, a tattoo of Nixon on his back. He's got a tattoo of Nixon on his back that this guy's a major player in the world of politics. And, of course, the grand jury and the special prosecutor looking at him. Godfather, how, I, I wish you uh, a great weekend. Wish the Godmother well. I'm thinking about coming down to SoCal, so I'll give you a call in a couple of days. Keep it safe. All the best. He is the greatest, folks. Of course, the Hall of Famer himself, the great Larry Merchant here on the Sports Byline SB Nation Radio Network. Open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-PLAY. That was 1-800-878-7529. The WBC featherweight title was on the line last night as well. Talking about Gary Russell, of course, Gary Russell Jr., 29-1, 17 wax. A 12-round decision went over former undefeated Olympian. I'm talking about Joseph Diaz Jr., 26-1, now 14 wax. That, of course, that was the undercard at the MGM Grand Harbor in Oxion Hill, Maryland. I kid you not. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. All the scores, 115, 113, 117, 111, and 117, 111. Outside of tattoos, I'm not that all impressed with Mr. Russell. I'm just not. He's not a guy that gets my, my juices flowing. What can I say is we need a good, strong Mexican to press him hard and make him work. You get that going, Diaz wasn't the guy. You got to need a guy with punch. Diaz only had 14 KOs and 26 wins. Okay, get a guy with some punch, maybe he can rumble with Russell. But outside of a guy with punch, Russell will outbox you day and night. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. I'm headed to Managua, Nicaragua, October 29th, November 2nd. The WBO convention taking place at the Barcelo Hotel in Managua. Of course, the hometown, the birthplace of the great Alexis Arguello. That and more after the break. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You took the words right out of my mouth. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how 
simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call, that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. Let's get out of this hot sun into a nice, cool bar. In a few minutes, honey. Well, I have to talk to my lawyer on that one. You know, I'm trying to do the uh, the Don King Greatest Hits. He and I have come to a contractual agreement orally for me to do his greatest hits as far as pay-per-view is concerned. And we've been going back and forth over this for like two and a half years. And what happened was two years. What happened was his vice president, Dana Jameson, was putting the whole thing together. And then she got sick and she got cancer and of course she's beaten cancer so congratulations on that we're glad she's on the comeback trail but i'm still looking to do don king's greatest hits man because i think that's that's going to be a a treasure trove a vault of boxing that you can just imagine it's unbelievable no doubt about that you are tuned to ring talk live worldwide you're inside looking the world of boxing and mma check this out a couple of guys uh out of australia my boy Ray Wheatley down there. And if I remember correctly, Ray Wheatley used to write for Flash on Boxing Update magazines back when I was like their, their, their boy. I was like the poster boy of, uh, of both those magazines back in the days when boxing was hot and happening in the 80s and the 90s, of course. And Boxing uh, Update, of course, it was a monthly magazine. It had every fight result in the world just about in it. And Flash magazine came out on the 
20th and the 30th. Update came out on the 10th. So Virgil Thrasher had three publications coming out weekly every 10 days. It was hot. It was happening. Man, number one, I you know, I was winning awards. And this is it's funny. That little magazine got more attention than you can imagine. It was the boxing trade paper. I mean, it was that era's fight news or that era's any of those boxing scene.com. All those websites put together. That's what it was. Talk about Flash and Boxing Update magazine. Anyway, Ray Wheatley, I believe, was our Australian correspondent. And he tells us, of course, uh, in his recent work here, that Jason Maloney, actually the Maloney brothers, there's a couple of brothers down there. Jason Maloney, now 17-0-14 wax, got a fourth-round TK of a former world champion, Hohel Kono, now 33-12, and with a draw on 14 wax of Japan. That was in Melbourne, Australia. Of course, that was Saturday night. <clears throat> uh, that was stopped on a cut. Now, his brother who's ranked number five at super flyweight, 115 pounds, Andrew Maloney, 17-0 with 10 wax, outpointed Filipino Richard Claveras, who's now 18-4 with a couple of draws and 15 wax over 10 rounds. And bottom line is the Maloney brothers are drawing people down there. You know, this is sort of cool. I love it. I think it's fantastic. This is where boxing starts. It starts on the local level, and then it builds up. I mean, then it becomes a national thing. That's how stars have grown. You have to – it's like a seedling. It comes a seedling, then you've got like a little little twig and then a little plant, and then before you know it, you have a tree. That's the way a fighter grows, and I think Australia is doing a good job. And, as, you know, with limited, with limited, limited uh, participants, I mean, not everybody wants to box in Australia, but the U.K., the U.K. under Frank Warren, promoted Frank Warren, of course, that, that lofty uh, notion he put together, I guess, about 10, 12 years ago. He was going to donate a couple million bucks or put a couple million bucks each year into the amateur program, and look what he's got. He's gotten some great, great fighters out of that. Why? Because they invested young. Here in the United States, hmm, the guys don't want to box. I told you about that. I've tried to train guys and said to them, you know, I've done this, I've done that. Oh, I can do that. Oh, I can do that. Okay, okay, that's cool. I'm glad you're happy. Then, then I take them down to the hills and they poop out and they can't make it. You know, in other words, I mean, at all. And then you take them like to the gym and, you know, I, I, how long have you been running? Oh, six weeks. Are you sure? That's 42 days. You've been running 42 days. I told you like to run three days and take one day off, run three days, take one day off. You've been doing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. And then 30 seconds into the run, <gasps> looking like an asthmatic. He needs an, like an inhaler. OK, <laughs> guys, Americans don't want to commit themselves. But people from around the world and not only third world countries is Australia and the UK, United Kingdom are not third world countries, but. They're producing world-class fighters. Of course, you know, some of the other countries that are uh, producing Russian, rough fighters, the Russians, of course, anybody who wants to fight their way out of the USSR to go from wiping your butt with a rock to toilet paper, you're going to look at a guy across the ring and say to yourself, mm, wow, you are the difference between me eating good and me eating not at all. So I'm going to try to take you out. That's why guys like Kovalov and Jalovkin, Golovkin and people like that have, have risen to the upper echelon of professional boxing. Hunger, desire. Mexicans, the same thing. Puerto Ricans, to an extent, the same thing, okay? And the Asians, the Asians, uh, Asians fight for riches. In, Japanese, in, in Japan, they fight for pride more than they do for riches, I think. But, you know, people in Thailand and Malaysia and some of those countries out there, listen, it's all about the mighty dollar. It isn't a dollar for them, but it's all about making money. It's a living. And that's what some people don't understand, that professional boxing doesn't mean, wow, man, you're the champ or you want No, 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 no. It's making money. You've got to make money. The whole idea in, in being professional is making money. So, therefore, a professional fighter, you know, if he's successful, makes a good amount of money. Alex Stewart, I keep bringing this up. Of course, the Wacko Twins handle him. Dennis Rappaport and Mike Jones, of course, the, the, uh, the, train, the managers of uh, co-managers of 
gentleman Jerry Cooney, who challenged Larry Holmes for the heavyweight title in that big mega fight back in 1982, of course, when the white heavyweight challenger was announced second in the fight. Ooh, what a disgrace that was. I thought it was a, 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 like just through mud in Larry Holmes' eye. And then Larry, of course, had him in the second round, and then he sort of toyed with him a little bit and then punished him up down the stretch and stopped him before it was over. But at the end of the day, they're friends now. Both Larry and Jerry talked to one another. But, man, for a long time there, there was bad, bad, bad blood. No doubt about that. Justin Fortune training, of course. Manny Pacquiao, he's their conditioning coach. Now, Justin's had some, you know, mixed results in the past. And I think there's been some some guys that have ended up on some uh, prohibited substances that have been associated with him. I may not be totally correct on that, but I, my mind, I, I think that's what has happened. Anyway, Manny Pacquiao going to fight, of course, on July 15th against Lucas Matazzi. Basically, I see Pacquiao in the best shape of his life. I'm looking at his face. I'm looking at his body. This thing. He really looks like he doesn't look like Manny Pacquiao, the Filipino bus driver or the senator or anything like that. He doesn't look like a guy that needs uh, just for men. His hair doesn't look gray. I mean, he's looking pretty good here. And I think it's because he realizes that this is it. This is it. I mean, July 15th, there, there, will be, there, is, there probably won't be a July 16th for Manny Pacquiao. So thus... You know, I mean, the odds are that Matisse's going to beat him. And not only beat him, beat him down. Because Matisse, he brutalizes people. He doesn't win on points. That's not a guy that wants to win jabbing and jabbing and jabbing. He likes to bust you up, hit you with elbows and forearms and all that kind of good stuff. So what I'm trying to tell you is that Manny Pacquiao is in for a very, very rough evening. I mean, a rough evening. So they can get him in the best shape that he can in order to not embarrass himself. Because, you know, if you believe in yourself, if you're in shape and you believe in yourself, you can do things that... That, that, that are seemingly impossible. You, you just can because you can see it in your own mind. You can do it yourself. When you're, mentally and fi- when you're mentally and physically prepared to go into battle, and you know this because you've trained yourself physically to the point where your mental conditioning is, is, is you know, is un- uh, not in doubt, undisputable. You just have, I mean, you don't have, you don't have a, let me fight. That's all you want to hear is the bell. Listen, that's what I want to do. I couldn't stand all that leading up to the bell. All that leading up to the bell was, was bad news, the introductions, the referee trying to tell me to, you know, to be clean. I wanted to be nice, shake hands. Like, I don't want that, all that kind of stuff. The dress room, that's nah, a pain in the ass, okay? Just just bring me to the arena, put on my trunks, and let me go fight. Okay, that stuff of sitting in the in the dress room. I remember one night I fought at the Cow Palace. I beat a, I beat a future world champion that night. Anyway, um, uh, I fought like 23rd out of a 25-bout card, and that was on one ring, and the other ring had 25 bouts as well. So it was like 50 bouts going down that night, and I was fighting in the 23rd bout of the night. So that means like they were bringing guys back to the dressing rooms on stretchers with broken jaws, broken noses, all cut up. I mean, these guys were coming back. It looked like the Vietnam War all over again, some, some MASH hospital or something like that, right? So I said, whoa, this is not good. Anyway, it wasn't. So I basically tried to I tried to shut my mind down and not, you know, and focus on the fight per se. But all that stuff in the dressing room, man, that's just such a major distraction. It takes away so much of my energy that I just wish I could just show up at the arena. I guess Mike Tyson felt the same way. Remember when he used to put on just the boots and the trunks and the cup. You know, I, I just want to fight. I, I, that's, that's just the way it was. I don't want to fight. I don't want to sit here. I don't want to go through all this BS. I don't want to sit here in the, in the dressing room and wait an hour and a half, two hours. One night, as I said, the 23rd bout out of 25 bouts on a coward at the SF Cow Palace, that was that was excruciating. It just was. I, I begged them the next night, can you put me a little bit earlier in the schedule? Please, please put me. We don't, we won't, we don't do scheduling favors for anybody. I hadn't won any titles yet, so they weren't doing me any favors. And then when I won titles, you would think that, you know, three-time, four-time Golden Glove champion, maybe after two titles, maybe after knocking out 
uh, knocking down Keith Rucker and, and taking care of that 82 title after putting Anthony Myers in the hospital, leaving him, having him leave the Alameda Arena unconscious for like 10 minutes. You would think that after doing that, they would have cut me some slack, gave me some, no, no way. Never won a close fight. Just, I mean, I had to destroy guys. I had to go in there and bust them up. Couldn't win a close fight. Just had to go in there and bust them up. If I didn't bust them up, what can I say? You were put in the judge's hands, much like, uh, you know, Vasil Lomachenko and Jorge Linares last week. Linares wasn't going to win that fight, man. It wasn't going to get to the judges, okay? He had a chance with that flash knockdown. Larry Merchant tried to clean it up for um, Linares, but I'm telling you, <clears throat> when that kid got up off the canvas, there was nothing to stop him from going for broke except his unwillingness to go do it. That's all there was to it. That's all there was to it. So I'm looking at this text coming in here. No, I'm not. I don't think I'm too rough. I don't think I'm too rough on Linares. And I, I think Larry and I have differing opinions on a lot of things, and that happens to be one of them, no doubt about it. Open phone lines around the planet, 415-275-1613. That's the text line, 415-275-1613. The toll-free is 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. This, I'm trying to read these texts coming in here, and they're coming in here pretty rapidly. Um, Marvin Hagler. Mm, okay. Marvin Hagler, what does he rate on the all-time middleweight concern? I guess he rates in the top three, top three, top four. Do I rate Hopkins in the top three or top four? No. Next question. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I go back this far. Salvador Sanchez. Yeah, Salvador Sanchez, of course, died in 1982. In 1981, he fought the great uh, Wilfredo Gomez. Of course, they fought at 126 pounds. Gomez never made the weight of 126 pounds. He was like 130 that morning. <clears throat> it was an early morning weigh-in. September 1981, the uh, the Caesars Palace Sports Pavilion only held 3,500 people in Las Vegas, but that's where the fight was held. That was when the weigh-in was held. And, of course, man, he didn't make the weight, didn't even come close to making the weight. So they allowed the fight to happen, Sanchez and Gomez, and then Sanchez lit him up in the first round and broke his jawbone, his cheekbone. I'm talking about Wilfredo Gomez, who entered the fight 33-0 with 33 knockouts. So I was expecting Gomez to win until he didn't make the weight. Mm. Once the guy didn't make the weight, you know, he's like toast. I just sort of knew that. Even though it was a good going back, give and, give and take battle, and had they fought again, I would have given Gomez a significant ch- uh, opportunity, to, a significant chance to win. I wouldn't say he would be the winner because Sanchez is – Salvador Sanchez was in a class by himself in that – how can I put this? <clears throat> he was like a, a quiet assassin. I mean, he wasn't a John Gotti type of guy. He didn't talk. He didn't say anything. He just went out there and he did his thing. He did it very, very quietly. He did it with his fists, okay? Whether you talk about him beating up on the, uh, a young Azuma Nelson, or of course, his fight with Gomez, man. A lot of those, Danny Little Red Lopez, I think he silenced him not once but twice, took the WBC title from him. Never, Danny Little Red Lopez goes to bed at 7 o'clock at night, has for the last 15 years. Why? The beatdown that Salvador Sanchez gave him, I kid you not. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide from the mighty Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Live Worldwide, of course, on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, Cable Radio Network, Channel 2, TuneIn.com, Stitcher.com. I keep going, but the cut man's waving at me. He's saying we got to go to commercial break. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports.
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. All of this is yours. This is the great Larry Braggs. Of course, Larry Braggs started out with the executive suite. And the reason why I'm bringing up Larry Braggs is not only does he go to Tower of Power and become their lead singer for 12 years, but of course, he went is now the lead singer for the Mighty Temptations. What I'm trying to bring this up is that Jose Cruz, who discovered Larry Braggs, has had some health issues of late. Jose's kicking it across the bay, and he's feeling better, but he has some surgery of late, and we wish him the very best. Listen, let me tell you like this. Jose Cruz, outside of Carlos Santana, maybe, and Rudy Ramirez, these guys were the three best guitar players in the Bay Area. Of course, Carlos outshining everybody else, but straight up, a tough world when you're rated against Carlos Santana, but guess what? I'm telling you, Jose Cruz was that good, and the executive suite was that good of a band. So they were back in the day. Of course, I used to introduce Larry Braggs and those guys down on Fisherman's Wharf. Every Saturday night, I get off 
the radio at KMBR and then mosey on over to Fisherman's Wharf and do my little thing there, try to tell a couple of jokes doing a stand-up thing back as Johnny Taco. Anyway, that was a fun, that was a blast. But Larry Braggs, man, as he evolved, of course, Tower of Power, and now, of course, the lead singer from The Mighty Temptations. In fact, they've got their first album out in better than eight years. We're talking about The Mighty Temptations called All the Time with The Temptations. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. As I clear my throat, you're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, hour number two still to come. We'll talk about the UFC in detail. Of course, Bellator MMA as well. And I will sneak in some more boxing. Open phone lines all around the planet, baby. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. I've got a couple of texts backed up there in the queue. 415-275-1613. The text line. Rap me if you want. Compliment me. You can say what you want. You know, you... You're not going on the air, so you can say whatever you want. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Well, guess what? Dana White's got a new TV series out. It's going to be on the UFC Fight Pass uh, option. Of course, that's a 10 buck a month charge, but it's the Tuesday night challenger type of series. We'll talk about, about that in depth in hour number two, as well as Bellator MMA and, of course, the mighty UFC. Is the UFC rocking and rolling? Well, guess what? Last night they brought their tent to Santiago, Chile. Had a pretty good card down there. Of course, the week before, where were they? Rio de Janeiro, the home of the UFC. That's where it was all born. That's where it all started back in the 1930s. I kid you not. The Gracie family started that back in the 1930s. Man, the UFC rocking and rolling, of course, in American sport only since 1993. Hmm, straight up. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. This is the mighty tower of power, so very hard to go with my buddy Lenny Williams on lead. Don't forget, hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide upcoming. That's right, hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide forthcoming right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network along with SB Nation Sports. So don't forget, hour number two still coming at you.